0: Good evening, my friends. Thanks for joining me again. Yes, I am the lunatic that likes to dissect the mainstream narrative and take on the elite tyrant class, exposing them in all their paedophilic, satanic glory. So cheers to that. My cold's a little bit better now. Thanks for all those that were asking. Um, The rum is helping me get through it a little. So we're going to dive right in and I'm going to kick things off first and foremost with Old Billy Boy Gates. Little lunatic's been spouting off again, hasn't he? So let's watch this as he trembles in absolute fear when confronted. I'm not exaggerating. When confronted about deadly mRNA. Just watch this absolute dithering, embarrassing, guilty as fuck mess.
1: The side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. So, are these vaccines safe? Well, the, uh, the FDA, not being pressured, will look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators, uh, and their current guidance on this if they stick with that is is very, very appropriate. Uh, and, you know, the, it, the, the, the side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh, the things that are, they, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose. And so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, some of the other vaccines uh, are going able to go with lower doses. To get uh, responses that are are pretty high, including the the J and J and the Pfizer, and so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, that but are bill, going out there. And, and yes, I you, think you know the data the better than, than I do. But the bill, bill the, the data show that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic. Where you know it's just. You know, super painful, but yes, there. We need to make sure there's not severe side effects. The FDA, uh, I, I,
0: I think will do a good job of that. Uh, despite the, the gaze is just a fucking weirdo, isn't he? Do you see him clutching his arm like, like you've had it, <laughs> you twat? You know, unbelievable, isn't he? His body language is just a giveaway. Stuttering answers to what should be a very easy question to answer. But I'll tell you what he didn't say. I don't know if you noticed, folks. He didn't say that it was safe, did he? And that's what he was asked. Unreal. These fuckers. These fuckers. So what else have we got tonight? So we've got a top block... Fucking hell. Rum's kicking in. We've got a top doctor that has blown the whistle. He admits that vaccinated people wait for it, are developing full-blown AIDS. A world-renowned cardiologist, Dr. Peter McCullough, is breaking the silence, blowing the whistle on the poison jabs. We're talking about a medical revelation so profound it's rewriting the narrative on COVID mRNA vaccines. Dr. McCullough revealed that a horrifying number of vaccinated individuals are being diagnosed HIV positive. But here's the kicker, folks. These aren't isolated incidents, would you believe it? We're looking at nine, yes, nine peer-reviewed studies, each of them echoing the exact same grim reality. The experimental COVID mRNA poison, not vaccines, as it seems, catalysts for a spike in positive HIV tests worldwide. But hold on, guys. It gets darker still. The vaccines don't just give you HIV. According to Dr. McCullough, they trigger something far more sinister. A catastrophic immunodeficiency. And how long have we said this for now? Now, you might think that with kind of like, you know, concrete evidence, the mainstream media might go all pricky eared on us. They'll be all over it, right? Wrong. Surprise, surprise. Instead of bringing this critical information to light, they're now shoving it under the fucking rug. Continuing what can only be described... ...as a cover-up of Epic Proportions. And we all know how biased they are... ...and how controlled they are... ...and how funded their studies are. So no doubt they'll go up against it... ...with biased, manipulated and funded studies. At the end of the day, guys... ...and I always like to point this out... ...if you are a scientist... ...with a laboratory... ...and you are being funded... ...so you can continue your little... ...research and experiments... ...you're not going to go against... ...the very people who are giving you said funding, are you? No, are you fuck? This is why people don't speak out, guys. And we've seen what happens to people who do speak out, people in, in positions in the NHS. We've seen what happens. Doctors who've been in, doctors for 40 years, cardiologists, have their careers ruined. Their reputations, completely and utterly tarnished. This is a crime against humanity, and it is unfolding right before our eyes. Well, we're not going to stay silent, are we? No, we're not. And on that note, like what you're seeing, if you enjoy what you're watching, um, it helps hack the algorithm and uh, we need to get the message out and make this shit heard by as many people as possible. And one thing I do want to say, if you, and I, and I know many people who have been vaccinated, who have got big balls and do speak out, right? Every fucking credit because I think there is so much arrogance among people who've got the vaccine, right? And not to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not taking the piss out of people who got the vaccine. We have banter, we have a laugh in the truth of community, yeah? I can't personally comprehend and understand how you couldn't see, but that doesn't stop me from understanding I am human. Although some of you <laughs> have commented about the fleck in my eye. I don't know if you can see it. This one or that one on the camera there. I've got a fleck in my eye. I've been called Lizard Boy and all sorts of shit. He's shape-shifting. He's mid-shit. So, there is a lot of arrogance with people. And I get it. No one really wants to have to admit that they let somebody else inject them with poison. A stranger inject them with poison from the very pharmaceutical companies who, might I add, have been subject to some of the biggest... Now, I'm not talking about just criminal fines, right? The biggest criminal fines in history of all the corporations. Pharmaceutical companies, you'll see Johnson & Johnson, GlaxoSmithKline, Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, blah, blah, blah. Need I go on? These are the companies that you entrusted with a rushed through vaccine, which we know is fucking poison. It's time you wake up, you look around you, because I've lost loved ones, I've lost family from this vaccine. And I'm an opinionated little foot face who never shuts up, banging on about the dangers of this poison. And even I didn't get listened to. And I'm like, this was strangers in my business that I meet. That's probably why I got no fucking customers at the minute. Shit, yeah. But seriously, people need to start speaking out. Growing a pair of fucking danglers, right? And getting them out there for everyone to see. (laughs) Not in the literal sense. I'm not advocating for uh, public exposure. So, we're not going to stay silent. And if you're hearing this for the first time, it's because you've chosen to step away from the corrupt, manipulating narratives and seek out the fucking truth. So well done. And if you haven't already, make sure you like and follow the page. It really helps. Now, unfortunately, for these elite tyrant class fuckers, for us, should I say, they don't sleep. And they are not going to rest until they have achieved their goal of mass depopulation and ultimate control under what? We talk about it all the time. A one-world government. And we need the numbers if we are to stand up and stand any chance of beating these satanic psychopaths. So smash that like button. So let's dive right back in, right? Dr. McCullough didn't mince his words. And every credit, Dr. McCullough. These mRNA jabs are dismantling our immune systems piece by piece, he said. Introducing what is now being termed as vaccine acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. VAIS. Or This sinister condition, right, is propelling vaccinated individuals towards a positive HIV diagnosis. This isn't conspiracy, right? This guy's the top of the top. And it's leading to a nightmare of full-blown AIDS. Nine, and I repeat, nine peer-reviewed studies have spoken. And what was their verdict, do you think? The mRNA shots are not just a failure, they are a catastrophic assault on human immunity. And what about the elite, the architects of this disaster? Well, they, my friends, are doubling down. Take Bill Gates, for instance, parading at Davos, boasting about his next line of mRNA vaccines, each of them promising to be more disastrous than the last they've got all these things in the weight guys do the maths on how many people they are saying have had the vaccines then work out right because i've done this i'm a sad cunt right work out how many vaccines per second they would have to produce in order do you really think the amount of people that have been vaccinated is what they are saying absolute bullshit you work out the amount of vaccines they would have to produce physically impossible to produce them even if they had 50 companies producing one vaccine per second each they could not produce that the amount of vaccines required to get as many jabs as they're saying they have in people's fucking arms like that in it bill fucking dickhead <sighs> so how does billy boy do it how does he get Like these experimental potions. Because that's what they are, the potions. How does he get them green lit? Well, the answer is as simple as it is corrupt. Because what this cunt does is he funds... I'm sorry for swearing, cunt. He funds the regulators. He bankrolls the media. He's pulling the strings, ensuring that his globalist agenda goes completely unchallenged and unexamined. I've got news for you, Bill. Tides turning, pal. And on that note, actually, Cambridge University scientists are uncovering the truth, is it? Revealing that a shocking 25%, and that's suppressed. Very much so. Of mRNA vaccine recipients are suffering what they politely termed, excuse me, an unintended immune response. I'm not just a foul mouth. I'm a dirty bastard as well. A glitch. That's what they're calling it. More like a fucking catastrophe. Remember, you know Megan Kelly, yeah? Household name, in, America, in the US at least, anyway. Now counts among the victims, battling an autoimmune disease. Guess what, guys? Post-vaccine, you guessed it. They're dropping like fucking flies. And I hate to use, use terms like that because that that's just me and my twisted terminology. I don't mean that, right? These people are, there are people, there are stories behind these people. This is sick shit that's going on. And it is going on. The question we've got to start asking ourselves is how many more? How many more must suffer before this veil is lifted? How many TV presenters are going to have to collapse live? How many athletes are going to have to fall before we acknowledge the undeniable? Thankfully, there's people like Matt Letitia in the UK, ex-England football player, who is exposing this shit. How many more family members do you need to fucking lose? I'm tired of friends coming to me and not connecting the dots and telling me that such and someone's died. They're not, they refuse. It's like because they're jabbed up to the fucking eyeballs. Booster fucking central, these people. Shedding all over the gaff. And more's coming out about that as well. No one's fucking safe. These vaccines are a direct threat. To our very existence. This isn't time for sitting on your fucking hands. You're not in the strip club. It's time to wake up. It's time to question. To challenge. To demand answers. Because if we don't, what's going to happen? Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. The cost is going to be your lives. And in completely unrelated news, I am going to... Play you a clip now of another little psychopath. There's no shortage of these fuckers. No shortage of them at all. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to play you that because I forgot to fucking put it on. Shit. That was a good one as well. Gavin Newsom. I'll tell you what it was, right? Gavin Newsom. And talking about Joe Biden. Fuck, I really wanted to put that clip up. Bastard. <laughs> it's just unbelievable, right? And it speaks to how little. They really care about what the people want. And he's basically saying he wouldn't dream of running for president. Because why would we when we have such an amazing incumbent president, a man who has... Oh, shit. Have I not got this fucking clip? Is that not it? Yes, I fucking got it, you dick. It's here. Here we go. Who in their
1: mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president okay. of the United States, with a record of accomplishments and a man of character, a man of decency. I'm old school. Talk about loyalty. I'll, I'll go to ends of the earth for this guy. I really would.
0: I'm, I'm at fucking loss. I'm at... I don't... Re- I rarely get lost for words, right? But... A man of loyalty? I bet. Just play that again.
1: Who in their mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president of the United States with a record of accomplishments and a man of character, a man of decency. I'm old school. Talk about loyalty. I'll I'll go to ends of the earth for this guy. I really would.
0: She can't even look at him, can she? She, She's covering her face like this. A man of character. I'm old school. I'm old school. I'm fucking old school, he just said. Yeah, I'm a bit like that, though. Are you like that? I'm a bit like that. I'm old school, as in the fact that, mm, call me a traditionalist, but I'm not a fan of genocide, I'm not a fan of treason, and I'm not a fan of a live TV sniffing children's fucking hairs and talking about how they love it, they love to see the the water when I go swimming, dribbling down my legs, you fucking creepy, pedo-looking fucking cunt. What the fuck was anybody, anybody, think every fucking person who voted, and there weren't many, we know that, anybody that voted for this creep needs their fucking hard drive checking. Immediately, they need their hard drive checking. I'm fucking deadly serious. This guy is one of the biggest fucking creeps I have ever seen in my life. on that bombshell let's move on to the mainstream media so the mainstream media an empire that once seemed untouchable is now crumbling before our very eyes so they're literally now scrambling they are scrambling they are scrambling to save what is left of their once thriving empires and last year and we kind of do have the alternative media to thank a lot for this well people are getting tired folks Last year, the medium industry announced a staggering 17,436 job cuts to be exact. I'm reading from a teleprompter in case you haven't noticed. My memory's shite. The highest year-to-date level on record, as reported by Challenger Great and Christmas. But the question is why. Why is this happening? Well, the Gateway Pundit shed a bit of light on this. The good like that. There are two primary forces at play here. Firstly, is fucking trust, right? The very foundation of any news outlet is completely eroded. A significant share of the American populace, would you believe it? No longer sees the American. No, sorry. No longer sees the media as a beacon of truth, but rather as a loudspeaker for the Democrat Party. Would you believe it? That's exactly what they are. Exactly what they are journalists once the sentinels of truth that was a fucking long time ago are now seen by many as mere party activists correct and secondly let's talk about competition shall we or lack thereof should i say when every liberal media outlet is echoing the exact same narrative the exact same you can count on it they're not just competing with each other they're actually cannibalising each other for a piece of a market share that is shrinking faster than ice under the midday sun. And do you think the media moguls are going to wake up and smell the coffee now? <laughs> I wouldn't hold my fucking breath. You'll go blue and keel over, and that's without a jab. Let's take a rapid-fire look at the battlefield, shall we? Forbes, that's the one, the financial giant. Its newsroom union started a three-day walkout Union-busting allegations were thrown around. And what happened? Layoffs hitting 3% of the company. 3%, that's a big chunk. Insider, another one not to be left behind, slash 8% of its workforce. The New York Daily, once the loud voice of the Big Apple, saw its editorial union walking off the job. And why? Why Why did they walk off the job? because of chronic cuts by its owner, a private equity firm. Paramount, the media titan, whispered words of a fresh round of layoffs. And the Los Angeles Times, an icon in their own right, saw a one-day multi-city walkout. Top editors also resigned. It's like watching dominoes fall one after another. And let's not forget Condé Nast, with hundreds walking off the job, protesting the layoff of approximately 5% of all staff. And to add insult to injury, Sports Illustrated, the bible of sports enthusiasts, gutted by layoffs after a financial fumble by its parent company. Folks, what we're witnessing, right, is not just a downturn, it's a collapse. A self-inflicted wound by an industry that has completely forgot its core. Completely forgot his core. The people. The truth. That should be at the core. And as these giants stumble and falter, well, one can't help but notice the irony. The very journalists who once held the mighty to account don't seem to give a fuck. They don't bat an eyelid when it's the common American that is losing their job. They're falling, people. And as we know, any dissenting voices are silenced, as we say all the time. And what else happens? We've got the things like the online safety bill. And I know I bang on about it all the time, but it's super fucking important. And it came through when all the shit was going on with Russell Brand. When was the last time you heard about Russell Brand? Where is he? Is he in Clink? Is he? Fuck. He's flourishing. He's on Rumble every fucking day. Honest to God, folks. The amount of shit. These people, these so-called rape victims, right... They were fucking coerced to come forward. They didn't even report the crimes themselves. Absolute, f- absolutely fucking outrageous smear campaign. I don't give a fuck what any of you say. That's my opinion, and it's mine to fucking say. People people need to start growing a pair of bullshit, of fucking balls. What is wrong with you all? So who gives a fuck if you... Who gives a flying fuck if I said that right now, and then tomorrow the cunts arrested? Because he genuinely did it. Oh, I got it wrong. Who gives a fuck? We are imperfect humans. That are controlled by a completely anti-human cult. (sighs) I don't know. I want to show you this image now, right? This is what's going on in the UK. Let's have a look at this shit. Just look at that. (laughs) People must understand now... ...that despite certain internal disagreements... ...the entirety of the UK's mainstream media... ...is fundamentally pro... pro ...pro-war. And they are underpinned... ...by the military-industrial complex. Without exception... ...they have championed Ukraine's cause... And while publications like the fucking Guardian might exhibit a kind of lukewarm stance towards Israel, they are arguably more inclined to advocate for conflict with Russia, primarily due to their opposition to President Putin's family-centric policies. And I'll say it again. He is the last true step. Hopefully not the last. Sorry, correct myself. He is the only true statesman that I can see right now. It is essential that we start to recognize the influence of these media outlets and consider withdrawing support from them altogether, particularly from the likes of the fucking Telegraph and GB News. And I know a lot of you fucking like to toss one out over GB News, right? Thankfully, my audience know better than to get a semi on when GB News comes on. Shouldn't even have it on. In fact, throw your fucking telly out. GB News are fucking notorious for promoting an intensely neoconservative narrative. I do hold hope. I do hold hope that people will learn. I really do. But these papers, man. These papers. These people don't care about us. Want to send our fucking children to war now, aren't they? Let's look at this. Bring this up. Look at this fucking... You know. What have we got here? of this shit pre-war generation for conflict I'll tell you what right I'll tell you what they're doing and I've noticed it I've noticed it with my children right what four children two of them in high school this is not a world I want my children this is why I do this shit I've said it before UK Citizen Army preparing for pre-war generation with conflict I know we spoke briefly about this yesterday I just wanted to bring something that I've been thinking about to your attention schools right I have noticed and we know this has been fucking this is all this is all premeditated it's all orchestrated I have noticed a concerted effort by the schools to get really fucking disciplinarian in their approach to uniforms and what kind of your pencil cases and your uniforms and not I'm not just talking about how short your your skirt should be and all this kind of shit I know they have these policies in place I get that But there has been numerous occasions, and, and only the other week, excuse me, I got an email from my child's school, saying that her shoes, no, it wasn't the other When was it? It was when they went back to school again. New policy, you can't have matte looking, matte effect or whatever they said, looking shoes now. They have to be polished. You know that shiny shoes, shiny shoes, they have to be polished, right? You know, anyone would think there's not a cost of fucking living crisis. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, let's face it, they they want you young. They want you to go in when when you've not got enough about you. I mean, many, many of these kids are very intelligent now, but you've not been exposed, should I say, to the kind of shit that I talk about, right? The clock ticks with these people. Now, they know it. They know there is a war for the truth. (laughs) They know, and they know they want to get to the children at the earliest possible time, the earliest opportunity, so they start disciplining them in schools, getting used to authority, because let's face it, schools now, kids have a fucking riot at most schools now, they run fucking rings around the kids, it's getting worse, this woke shit, the trannies in the schools, man, what the fuck is going on? How can any child have respect for their teachers when they're bringing trannies into school? They would have been eaten alive when I was at fucking school. Not literally, neither. Let's move on to something that is a bit fucking wild, right? And I always teeter on the edge of these kind of, like... Mental kind of... Could be classed as tinfoil hat-wearing shit. But I think they need talking about, because... They're important. UFOs, aliens, UAPs, as we have to call them now, an internal Pentagon report has just surfaced. And what it reveals is nothing short of astonishing. America, the bastion of power and might, is, according to this document, utterly unprepared to defend itself. But calm down. Not from earthly adversaries. Oh, no. Well, they couldn't fucking defend themselves against earthly adversaries at the minute, especially not in the way of fucking Russia. You can guarantee that. But from a threat of an extraterrestrial nature. Yes, you heard me right. A alien invasion. So let's peel back the layers of this cosmic conundrum. The Department of Defense, the very institution the people of America entrust with their nation's security is apparently groping in the dark when it comes to unidentified mouthful this anomalous phenomena anomalous phenomena uaps formerly formally, formerly unknown as ufos their own office inspector general is sounding the alarm again of course he is declaring the blind spot a direct threat to our military forces and national security <clears throat> now folks why is this happening we always like to ask these questions And they don't like us asking these. They like to feed us the shit. They like us to just listen with the blinkers on. The report is a maze of ambiguity and inaction. It speaks of irregular efforts, competing priorities, and inconclusive findings. And yet, despite the haphazard approach, military pilots continue to encounter these unexplained phenomena. And that, folks, is when they're not falling out of the skies because they're jabbed up to the eyeballs... And they change the fucking parameters for the ECG checks that the doctors do. Because that's what they do as well. Bit of a side note there. Their reports... Back to the UFOs now. Back to fucking aliens. Their reports echoing in the void of a disjointed defence apparatus. The Pentagon, in all its might, has failed to conjure a comprehensive plan to confront these mysteries. There's no blueprint whatsoever. No coordinated action. Instead... What we have is a fragmented response, scattered like stars across the vastness of our military departments. Enter, and here's where it gets juicy, folks, Project Bluebeam, a theory as controversial as it is compelling. It whispers of a grand scheme, a fake alien invasion crafted to instill fear, to shatter the very fabric of our societal norms. And for what purpose, guys, why would they be doing such a crazy fucking thing to pave the way For a new world order, you guessed it. A one world government with absolute control. Whilst they lock us down, go toe-to-toe with the so-called aliens, which are actually fucking holograms. And these holograms are fucking advanced. And that's just the technology that they've shown to us. Fucking decades ahead. Be under no illusion about that. They may seem like the saviours. What a perfect way. In fact, I couldn't think of a better way to usher in a one world government. You stay at home in lockdown, we'll take care of the fucking big bad aliens. And then when you come out of lockdown, we will be deemed as as the saviours. We know we will always have a threat. They know Alien Tribe 2.0 may be on the way soon. So all of our freedoms are fucked. All of them are gone. That's it. Goodbye, freedoms. Hello, hell. They will make 15-minute cities... ...look like a fucking picnic. You'll be begging to get in a 15-minute city government-approved apartment, you fuckers. You will be begging for it. Perfect way to usher in a one-world government. Could it be that the chaos we see... ...this unsettling lack of preparation is not by accident? Maybe. But by design. Are we being manipulated to gaze skyward in fear... ...distracted from the real machinations at work in the shadows? I think so. You know, when when I talk about these things, right... You know when you need to worry, when the alternative narrative starts to sound a lot more fucking plausible than the narrative that they're pushing, which is so-called news. It's fucking scary. It really is. And I'm not fear-mongering. I'm I'm reality-giving. I'm a giver. (laughs) I'm a giver. I'm a giver like this cunt. In fact, sorry, I was on that fucking screen still then. But I'm a giver like this fucking dude. These are the fucking people, the LBGTQ-80... These are the people that are going to be fighting. And uh, there was a great line in the office. Oh, I should have got that clip up. I missed a fucking opportunity here. Yeah. I missed a right opportunity. I wish this were live now. There is a great clip from the office where... Gareth Keenan, and I'm talking about the British office, because I'm sorry for my American audience, your version was shit in comparison, the British just do comedy better, I'm sorry, I just really can't laugh at American comedy, there is some that I don't mind, too much. I can tolerate, but I've never actually pissed myself laughing at American comedy, I just don't find them funny, the shit, I just think it's silly, like, I mean, Friends and shit like that, and they're not comedy, but, like, ha, that phrase of shit, and that, that like, oh, go away, go away. It, do you remember? Oh, fucking hell. They fucked with the in-betweeners, the Americans. Never insult yourself by watching the American version of that, or shameless. Oh, shame on you if you do. The, that was sad. Seriously, don't, don't, don't watch it. Terrible. so, this, this fucker, right? Britain's ready for war. Super ready. That's what these fuckers are like. Used to be a girl that. Just so let me tuck me cock in. I don't want to catch it on the barbed wire. That's what these fuckers are like. Seriously. He'll be doing his fucking hair in the reflection of the fucking grenade. <laughs> fucking oh what's that a pin I thought it was a hair grip oh fucking hell <laughs> if I didn't laugh I'd fucking cry honest to Christ honestly just I'm at a fucking loss I really am so shall we move on should we move on to energy bills? In fact, let's just have a little bit of lightheartedness, because I think we need it every now and again, don't we? So, look, let's have it right. I'm hearing a few bits spoken about, about old fucking big balls. Obama. Big Mike, yeah? And right, let's just have it right. If I... my My Jennifer, my beautiful, beautiful, tolerant wife... <laughs> She's extremely tolerant, bless her little heart. If I came home one day, or say if I was speaking to someone and I was being interviewed in the street. Hi, James. How long have you been a cunt for? Oh, hi. Yeah, I've been a cunt for a while now. Um, started a show called Truth Wars, hoping people would pay attention. Nobody did, because I was a cunt. Um, yeah, uh, do you have a wife? Yeah, I have a wife called uh, Jonathan. Oh, uh, uh, Jennifer. Jo- Sorry? Yeah, yeah. And that's literally how it went with fucking Barack Hussein Obama. That's exactly, pretty much word for word, without the cunty truth wars bollocks, how it went. Because he was asked by, what's his fucking name? Bear Grylls, the survivalist dude, right? Bear Grylls asked him something. And I wish I had the clip it again, but you can find it yourself. It's, every, it's been everywhere. It's a, it's a well-known fucking meme now. He asked him, and he says, oh, yeah, my, 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 Michael, my, Michael, my, 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 my Michelle. He literally calls him Michael. And then I don't know where he was at. He was at this huge fucking thing in America. And he did exactly the same fucking thing again. This time in front of thousands, not just the millions on TV the first time. Right? That was low key. Right? And people just, oh, just a slip of the tongue. No. no, nah, mate. No. Nah. You don't have a slip of the tongue, right, when it comes to your fucking wife. Unless you are fucking somebody called Michael, which we know you are, pal. Yeah? That's what's happening here, mate. Yeah? i tell you what, right? What I'm going to tell you now is a fucking masterstroke. If they wanted to have any... Listen, I'm telling you, this is serious now, right? The best chance they could have... And they're not going to win. Not going to win. If, If there's an election, Trump will win, right? It's just done, right? They don't have the silent majority, the black vote now. They don't even have that anymore. And that was bullshit the first time. But they can't even blag that now. They just can't. Train of thought gone. Fuck. But yeah, right. So they can't do that. A masterstroke would be... If they came out... And they said, right, look, we've been battling this for years... We knew there would be controversy. We've seen the bullying, the hate speech online with regards to Michael and Michelle tucking a penis in. You know, we've all seen the gym videos of it flapping around. You know, we've seen um, Joan Rivers, God rest her soul, um, who outed her as a transvestite. And they all knew it, in her words. We all know. The way she delivered that was fucking great. It was almost like, give over. We've known for years she's a tranny. They just knew. how she said it, they all know, they all just know, it's just common knowledge, it's like in your circle of friends, you know shit about things, that on mass, other crowds don't, they fucking know, they all do, just look at her fucking shoulders, fuck me, (sighs) so, I digress, so yeah, right, so that's that, and, uh, you don't slip the tongue like that. You don't, right? It just doesn't happen. So, the master stroke is, they come out, they say all that, they say, look, we saw it online, but she can't stand it anymore, he, she, whatever. Can't stand it anymore. We're coming out. And he's running for president. He can't live a life of lies. And he has to come out. You would see them in the fucking streets, screaming, crying. Do you remember that lunatic in the street? There's thousands of memes of them now. They'll be crying in celebration. What a strong thing you are. You know, they would be crying in the streets. That would be a masterstroke. The first transvestite president. Is it transvestite even right? Are you even allowed to say that? Couldn't give a fuck. You're a tranny, right? That's what you are. You are not a transgender woman. You are a man. You can't give birth, right? You can't do it. It's fucking impossible. (sighs) Hey. So, on that note, that guy just said he had sex with Obama. <laughs> Barack or shell. <Michelle. laughs> fucking brilliant, isn't it? As I said, folks, if you didn't laugh, you'd fucking cry. So, let's lift the mood and talk about... <laughs> I always say... <laughs> let's lift the mood and watch Schindler's List, shall we? Fucking hell. Oh, he had to go there. He's done it now. He's going to get cancelled now. Can't talk about that. Call fucking sarcasm, you cunts. Can't talk about the Jews. Can't do that. Can't talk about the Zionists. Cross the line, pal. Done it now. Cancelled. Going to be on the terrorist list. I genuinely don't give a fuck about about being cancelled, I'll just keep coming, I'll just keep coming, I don't care, I I am literally in this, because I like waking people up, and if, when I'm doing these things, I think, you know what, what an amazing thing it would be, if one person, watching what I'm banging on about, hears me ranting like a lunatic, and something resonates with them that I say, and then they go, do you know what, I want to fucking look into that a little bit more. I like what he said there. Or oh, that just like triggers something in the mind to go, yeah, he's got a fucking point about that. That is why I do this. Because then what I know what will happen then, it's a domino effect. They all start falling, right? And then when I say they all start falling, what I mean is they will connect them dot, the, the dots themselves. This is why I always say to people... No matter, regardless of how deep-rooted your beliefs are in certain things, whether you believe in, like, the David Icke stuff, you know, the real heavy things like um, shape-shifting lizards, things like that, right? And I'm not poo-pooing that at all in any way, right? Because there is so much shit that we do not know and most people cannot comprehend. But if you go in with the shape-shifting lizards to try and attempt to red-pill somebody, right... You're going to fail at the first, you're going to fall completely at the first hurdle. So don't do that. Try not to do that, right? So we're going to move on to energy bills, right? So, energy bills. The silent predator lurking in the shadows of our homes are set to skyrocket. And the reason a staggering expose by Net Zero Watch has just uncovered that almost all. Major studies on net zero are not just flawed, they are outright and catastrophically fucking misleading. Now, I want you to imagine for a moment, right, a future envisioned by these studies. These studies that were all fucking thrown upon us through the mainstream. A future where the cost of living is actually sustainable. Be lovely that, wouldn't it? Where energy, well, that's abundant as the air we breathe. And we know that technology is suppressed... We know this. Just look at Nikolai Tesla, you know, bullshit. Now, shatter that image because the report presents a new, very chilling model of the 2050 electricity system that actually corrects grave modeling errors. Errors so profound, in fact, that they have suppressed the apparent cost of reaching net zero. Quite dramatically so as well. And who's at the centre of this storm? The Royal Society, no less. Because they've assumed, quite boldly so as well, that the cost of nearly everything is going to halve. And the efficiency of nearly everything will soar. (laughs) It's like a dream scenario, isn't it? But as Andrew Montford, the vigilant director of Net Zero Watch, puts it, it's not impossible, but it is imprudent to assume that it will happen. Andrew you've grown one ball but the other's not quite not quite coming out give it a bash pal look it is impossible they know it's impossible that's the fact right every credit for speaking out on this but come on you know you know if you correct these modeling errors right if you strip away the veil of speculation about what might actually be available in 2050 and confront the harsh reality of known costs and efficiencies, the future looks starkly different. And are you ready for this? Right, you won't fucking believe this. The cost of a net zero grid with our current technology would be a staggering extra eight grand, eight thousand fucking British pounds per household. Per year, As if we're not being fucking squeezed enough, you cunts. You heard that right, 8,000 British pounds. And while the cost may dip slightly, policymakers are playing a dangerous game of ignorance. The failure to disclose the extreme nature of these underlying assumptions is not just irresponsible, it is downright culpable. Right crossroads, people. They've made a pretty bold call, Net Zero Watch, to be fair. But isn't that why they fucking started a company called Net Zero Watch? Isn't that what you're all about? I'd be interested to see who funds these guys as well. I haven't looked into them, so don't quote me. I aren't advocating for their support. I am always sceptical with these organisations. Because normally when you dig a little bit deeper, I don't like the dots. They become a messy, satanic fucking blur, and it never ends well. It's just misleading. It's all misleading. And it threatens to derail our understanding of our energy future it's all bullshit folks it's all bullshit then we've got things like the US in completely unrelated news but something I do want to get off my chest Lakenheath UK RAF Lakenheath in Suffolk right the United States it kind of harks back to the darkest days of the Cold War this right they're planning well it does they're planning to redeploy nuclear weapons to the United Kingdom. Not just any nuclear weapons. We're now talking about warheads that are three times as strong as the Hiroshima bomb, and they're going to be located, as I said, at RAF Lakenheath in Suffolk. In Suffolk. Now, why, might you ask, would such a drastic action even be considered? Why now, why after 15 years of relative nuclear silence in the UK, are these apocalyptic messengers of destruction making their unwelcome return? Well, the answer, my friends, lies in the chilling winds blowing from the east, where the bear of Russia growls even louder. Its shadow looming over Ukraine, its claws inching ever closer to the heart of Europe. But we need to dive deeper again. So let's peel back the layer of this geopolitical onion. The RAF Lakenheath, a name that might have once evoked images of pastoral English tranquility, is now set to transform into a den of nuclear might. The b 6112 bombs, each a silent sentinel of annihilation, three times more powerful than the inferno that consumed Hiroshima, are the pawns in this high-stakes game of international chess. But let's not be naive. Let's not be naive. This isn't about deterrence or defence. Make no mistake, this is a message, a clear and resounding declaration that the West will not cower, that the chessboard is set and the players are ready to move their pieces and we're just the fucking pawns. And yet, for every action, there is a reaction, of course. Russia peering through the looking glass, sees this move as a provocation, stoking of the embers that could ignite the flames of conflict. <sighs> My, my, my. Then we've got Maria... Oh, Maria Zakharova, the voice of the Kremlin, warns of a compensatory countermeasures, a cryptic omen of the shadow dance of spy and soldier. And as the drums of war beat louder, high-ranking officials in Europe, men like German Defence Minister Boris Pistorius, no, not the one with one leg who killed his missus, No legs, sorry. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Speaking hushed tones of the need to brace for a potential class... Clash with the bear. That's Russia. NATO, that ageing titan of the West, stirs in its slumber with Admiral Rob Bauer urging readiness across the whole spectrum for a direct confrontation. Yet, hold your horses and miss this cacophony of sabre-rattling and war cries, a lone voice of dissent whispers from the East, Sergei Naryshkin... <laughs> Why do you do this to me? Come on. Sergei Narishkin. Sergei Narishkin. That's, that flow is better, doesn't it? The head of Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service dismisses these ominous war drums as mere information warfare. A masquerade to justify what he calls... Where the fuck has my fucking battery gone? My battery's just fucking gone. What does he call it? You bastard. Shit. What did he call it? Hybrid aggressions. Hybrid aggressions. Folks. Have I still got that on? There you go. I'm back in the room. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, folks. Seriously. In other news, right? Today... I am sponsored by... I disappeared then, didn't I? Tonight, I forgot to tell you guys, I am sponsored by Two Cheeks, Same Ass. Yeah, so there's a bit of info for you. <coughs> Thanks for watching, guys. I enjoy these shows probably too much. Definitely too much. I don't enjoy uh, enjoy fucking rum's kicking in, in it. Um, I this I, I'm gonna call this episode Rum and Rant, sponsored by Dead Man's Fingers. Rum and Rant. That's what we'll do. Hmm. I do enjoy this shit, and I and I've I've said before, earlier on tonight, that I do it because. Just in the hope that what I'm saying resonates with the, the odd person. And there is a lot of shit to get through. There is so many things I could talk about. I could literally do. And you know what? One day I want to be doing this. I want to be doing the full length fucking 24 hours. The full time show. The UK's missing something like that massively. Massively. We need this. People need to be waking up. Hopefully one day I'll get to the stage when I can have... I, I can get this to the stage where we are talking. We are giving the alternative narrative to people. And, and don't get me wrong. There are there are people in the truth of community who talk utter shit. Absolute turd. And please, don't buy into the shit just for hopes of riches. And this QFS bollocks. There are people who will... F- Listen... It's probably quite dangerous for me to talk about this when I'm I'm four or five rums in. But you need to understand there are a lot of charlatans in this game. There are a lot of people in this game who, without mentioning any names, and I'm only not mentioning names because... (sighs) Why aren't I mentioning names? Because I think it's a little bit distasteful, maybe. I'm not in this game to poo-poo on other people. Each to their own. Do what you want. Grift as much as you want. But it does hit a nerve with me when people like me are trying to wake people up. Without forcing my opinions on people. You know, you do you. You believe what you want to believe. I just give you the information. I'm not paid for this shit. No one gives me money for subscriptions. I don't even take donations. I don't fucking care. I have a successful business myself. And I don't want anything at this point from my audience. It may not always stay like that. Hopefully it won't. Hopefully I will monetize it one day. One thing you will get from me, folks, is ultimate, unfiltered, uncensored fucking transparency, which is something that you don't get from these cult-like fuckers. And I get angry with these cunts, right? And why do I get angry? I don't like to hate on people who are kind of half awake and are what you could call awake maybe to certain things and they're peddling these, sh- these-, these shit things on a grift in order to take as much from you as possible and give you hardly anything or bare minimum in return, right? That's what these people do. They're sick fuckers and they give you dreams and hopes. It's hopium. Of white hat nonsense. Now listen. Let me talk about the white hats. I'm under no illusion that there are. What you could maybe call white hats. In things like the civil service. And excuse me. There are good people. That are awake. And are maybe even active themselves. In the truth of community. And not everybody in the truth of community. Likes to speak out. And not everybody is a gobshite like me. But there are people who will take you for everything that you have and think nothing of it, nothing at all on it, of it at all. And there are people who use COVID as a leg up to extort you, to absolutely extort as much as they possibly can for you. They get you in their private telegram groups. They funnel you into their insiders clubs. And spout nonsense. And make you feel like you're getting exclusive intel. Come on guys. You do not need these people. I am going to give you everything you need for free. And it may not be as sensational. Or as intel-esque as you would like to believe. And why is that folks? Well I'll tell you why that is. That is because little old me... He's not the fucking Messiah. And I have news for you. Little old people. Um, <laughs> I said it then. Little people who proclaim to be the Messiah and to have all the answers. And they get guests on their show that are nodding dogs. They agree with everything they say. They never contest anything. Well, the difference between me and them is I will have any, any, of these cunts on my show. I'll do live one-on-ones with them. I'll stream it live like this is right now because I'm as real as it gets. I don't hide behind anything. Why? Because I don't need anything from anybody, right? I'm fortunate in that I have my business in a position where it runs itself. It doesn't need my consistent, constant input. I'm very fortunate like that. Many people aren't, and that fucking infuriates me That these people are taking from my fellow Englishmen. And it's utter nonsense that you are being fed. And that fucking infuriates me. Because I am a proud Englishman. And I know I have struggled throughout my life. I've been brought up on council estates all my life. I have been. I had full custody of my two eldest children for 11 years. I still have them now. I have two other children as well now, but that's a different, different part of my, my, my current wife. I know what hardship is like. I built a multi-million pound business up in two and a half years, and I lost the fucking lot like that overnight. Why? Because I was giving it Billy Bug balls. And this is me being transparent with you. And I'm not trying to be falsely transparent and instill trust with you, so you give me shit like these cunts. All my shit is public knowledge. It's out there. All I want from you people, from the truth seekers out there, the genuine truth seekers who actually don't give a fuck about hopium, they just want to know what's going on so they can keep one step ahead. All I want from you is to like my shit. Just like it. Just like it. If you want, share it. Follow me. That'd be nice. And please, I care... About the people I love, the people of this country, being fucking had over by these cult-leading cunts that want to have your fucking pants down. And some of them are very likeable. They're very very easygoing. They tell you happy things all the time. Well, I'm sorry to break it to you. The satanic sick fucks that want to lock you up in 15-minute cities and take away everything that you own until you own nothing. That's not a time to be happy, guys. I want you to fucking think about that, and I think that's a good, a, a good time to end the show. The motives behind these... I'm, right, I'm just going to say, right? Anyone that asks you, come on. We always say do your research, right? It's so easy these days to research a human on the internet. So easy. It is extremely hard to disappear and self-censor on the internet, especially if you are somebody that talks out on the internet like me. Research these fuckers that are asking you to hand over your hard-earned. Research them. Don't even need to say anything else. You'll find out for yourself. Guys, I appreciate you more than you can imagine. Thank you for joining me. Thank you to my British fans, my English fans, wherever you are in the world, my American fans, my Australian fans. I have a big uptake in Canada at the moment, which is kind of... Canada is actually my second largest... uh, Sorry, third largest audience. It goes British, USA... British is, I don't know what British is, but it's high. And then I know that USA is 7%. Canada is next at about 4%. And then Australia. And then just goes to Serbia and Haganova and all shit. Fucking all sorts of shit. But, guys, thank you. Please like the show. Share the show if you want. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. (laughs) We'll end on that. Thank you, guys. I'm here every day. I will see you absolute legends tomorrow. Thank you good night. I'm going to finish my rum. I'm full of a fucking cold, but I've made it through without sneezing once. You legends. I love you all and I'll see you tomorrow.